0: Welcome back to the podcast that we named in our first episode and then renamed since then. Yeah, welcome. This is Transmissions from Ojuvaron, episode two. Yet to be named, my name is Caroline Tweedy. My name's Julia Tweedy. Okay. We invented this planet called Ojuvaron when we were, say it with me, children. children. And essentially... Here's what I wrote down. Okay. Oh, Juveron intro. Welcome to the chillest planet, where silliness abounds, where strange, where the strange instrument sounds, where the stinky streets sting life back in, through your nostrils. Yes, okay, we got one. Here's two. Oh, Juveron, where life is a beach, and a beach entails hundreds of billions of living grains of sand squirming around your feet. The sand is alive? Yes. Ojuveron, where Bed Bath and Beyond goods are always 60% off. Ooh, I like them. Ojuveron. the astral plane, only vibier. Ooh. Ojuveron, are those trees, or... Something else, well, o juveron is a place of love, oneness, and fill in the blank crabs yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and officially welcome. maybe that's how we can start our our pod. We can just like riff on on just like maxims, like little proverbs of o okay, I will write some beforehand then. Okay. You, had, you came in with preparation there. I came in with preparation because we actually did start exactly an hour to the minute from when we were trying to start. After several technical issues, it sounded like I was in the ocean. It sounded like I was nothing. Now we're back and we're recording and I'm triple, triple checking on that. <laughs> we are. So this is essentially a podcast what do you think about that what do i think about that i'm feeling really good about this being a podcast okay that's really really comforting to know so what do you want to talk about can we talk about our days we can start by talking about our days and then we also have a going note of things to talk about and yeah. i also have just some thoughts i remember we we're that- going to talk about underwear yes the underwear revolution but please tell me about your day first Um, so my day is, I kind of had nothing going on today. I'm glad we're doing a pod recording. Woke up at 11, really wanted to go back to sleep. Here's the thing. Yes. My, okay. Our mom was very concerned about me when I was like sleeping a lot on my meds and whatever. Because I was on like too high of a dose, blah, blah, blah. Okay. Of a sedating medication. And I was sleeping all the time. I don't see like uh, now I miss being able to sleep that much now that I we've kind of rectified that with a medication change. Okay. I have great dreams and I want to be able to go to sleep and sleep my little little dreams instead of yes. being awake. I recently had a dream where I was on a skyscraper in Chicago playing volleyball with the try guys. So, okay, that sounds really fun. Yeah, but then it was like, oh my god, wait, there's a lot of stepping back in volleyball and there weren't really things keeping us on the <laughs> skyscrapers, so things got a little bit <laughs> scary at times. Okay. And then um, we brought that skyscraper into water so we could play beach volleyball. Was it lucid or did this just occur? This just occurred. Have you been doing any astral travel or have you tried any of the astral meditations? That I, sent I actually you? have not done any astral meditations or anything like that. I'm you're always just, talking about astral and you're always you're half of the life. You're in astral. So what's going on? I don't know. I What's stopping you from being astral? I got to be honest. I forgot that you sent me those links and it's OK. So, yeah. Um, another thing that's going on with me is today is first day of eating solid foods since my, um, oral surgery. Oral surgery. I have not eaten solid foods yet today, though. I had a naked juice. I'm going to eat something after this. So you're, like, used to it? Or is, like, is it a a habitual thing now from eating mushroom soup for days? Or is it it... you know? you know, I, I, to be honest, it was just that there was a naked juice, and I was like, well, that seems like an easy option for breakfast. And yet here we are, have not had lunch yet. It is, it is pretty late. I'm getting hungry. It's almost two p.m. Or no, it's almost four p.m. There. Yeah. Almost okay, you should definitely eat something. Yeah, I will. I will. Okay, we'll make this quick, snappy poppy and fun so uh what's going on in my life well I first of all a couple days ago or I guess at this point maybe a week ago I had a dream that was lucid I had wait a second this is when I was at home okay so I was briefly in Rhode Island and by briefly I mean three weeks I was in Rhode Island Mm -hmm. hanging out with Julia and during this I had a lucid dream that went on and on for Hours, and it was like at first it was about this like house where I could time travel by picking up a magazine, and I would I would like concentrate really intensely, and then I would look at the magazine, and then it would turn a different year, and I could tell what year it was by looking at the date on this magazine. This sounds incredible. It was so fun, but and it was kind of it wasn't super lucid at that point. It was just kind of happening, and I was like, all right, and then all right, and then okay. So then it changes, and I go too far back or too far forward or something. And all of a sudden, Natalie, my girlfriend's family, is living in the house, and her sister, Julia, she also has a sister named Julia, Mm -hmm. is in the world. Oh, crazy. But okay, so she's in the dream. I look at the year, it's 2002. Really interesting. (gasps) You were born in 2002. Yeah. Okay, full circle. Okay all of a sudden there's a witch a scary witch okay famously a scary witch and i i realized that i have witchly powers as well and that i can i'm like trying to teach people how to do uh magic i was gonna say music same day all that i could like conjure water from my hand and then i had and then i was like i could like kind of like do this like It's like press motion, and like the wind would start to pick up, and it was so epic. Like it was really, really cool. And I eventually tried to face off with the witch because she was trying to lure everyone outside. And if you were outside, you were officially in the witch's domain. And I was like, guys, don't go outside. And she was like, you know what? Bet beach. And she said, I'm gonna clone everyone. Okay. And then there was clones of everyone equally matched so when they faced off with their magic equally matched we couldn't do anything but then i had to face off against the witch instead of a clone and um i did wake up there so we have no conclusion to our thrilling saga about time travel multiple julia's and multiple witches this is once again proof that dreams are interesting and people who say no one wants to hear about your dreams they're liars and they're wrong it's like, shut up. It's like, shut up. It's like, if you said anything about Sigmund Freud and I had to listen to that, and you don't want to hear about my dream, yeah. Shut up. I had a dream last night where um I went to two of my classes for the first time, and they were in the back room of a bar, which was really awesome because that meant I Whoa. could go get a Shirley Temple to have Love during class. That. Um, and then, um, we ventured outside and I got a bunch of sand in my camera, so. There was sand? There was sand. We are outside and it was stormy and sandy and okay. got a lot of sand in my camera and that was, that was the main part of the dream, to be honest. Damn. Yeah. Have you been taking any photos recently? I don't think I could even... I don't think I could even tell you where my camera is. I had one guess and turns out no. So um, I have not been taking photos recently and I feel that I need to again because um, I have already an assignment that my one of my professors already put <sighs> it up on cam- canvas and for cinematography, the first assignment is photography. So got to get okay. back into that. Interested in that. Wait, interested in that and can you do a ding for a burp counter? I burped in the middle of your story, and I'm sorry. I didn't but hear it. You didn't hear it? Okay, thank you. You're welcome. So you're going to take photos for cinematography. Yeah, there's fi- like five assignments for the semester. The first one is to take 10 photographs and you got to display Things about cinematography in the photos, well, you know, rules, uh, rule of thirds, that kind of thing. I've heard of that. Yeah, I don't know why are like people in film obsessed with being like I've heard of everything, or is that just people in general? Do you feel this? Yeah, I I guess I do. Like, how have you seen that? I've seen parts of it. I'm bitches (sighs) too. I'm bitches too. Oh, I've heard of that. I've heard of that. Is that because of? The patriarchal culture in which we live, which, where we're like, we have to enter into this pissing contest in order to be, like, considered valid in, in the sport of misogyny that is film. I once lied about seeing Gilmore Girls to a girl in my high school advisory. And <laughs> as you know, advisory is the same all four years of high school. So I had to maintain that lie for four years of high school when I had only seen the first season of Gilmore Girls because it's not my thing. I thought you, for some reason, liked Gilmore Girls. I don't know why I had that had that wrong. No, I I really only watched the first season. And so then when, when that girl asked me about which of Rory's boyfriends was my favorite, I lied and said the first one. And then she was like, oh my God, really? You like him? And I was like... Yeah, and he, he was the one from Supernatural. Who was he in Supernatural? Not that I literally care about I, anyone in that show or anything. Okay, so here's the thing, is that his name was Dean in Gilmore Girls, but he was the one who wasn't Dean, which I think Sam. Sam. Yeah. You'll note that I said I don't care about it, and yet I know about it. I watched a sure lot of Supernatural. You did? I... My friends, let's just get right into it. My friends in high school, I'm just going to say one single phrase to sum it up. Is it Super Hulock? Super Hulock. <laughs> yeah. It's a disease. It's
1: yeah. a disease.
0: See, I I was on the side of like um Supernatural and Sherlock. I I was just like really afraid of Dr. Who because of the like Are You My Mummy episode. Mm-hmm. But I was... That one was kind of freaky. That one was freaky, but it's like, okay, so I watched Supernatural instead? That doesn't really make sense. feels way more freaky to me. And to be honest, I never got into it. Like, I... Well, do you know Clockwork Orange? Slash, have you seen the first 20 minutes? Like, I have several times. Never seen it. So, ding. That's a different podcast. But, um... Essentially stream our one episode of never before seen on spotify. Should we bring it back? Um, we're bring, we will we will bring it back. Okay, thank you. But essentially, okay, so in Clockwork Orange and that's also another movie where it's like everyone wants to recommend it but no one has shit to say about it. I don't know. Like I've been recommended that movie so many times. I don't know damn shit that goes on in that movie. Were you recommended it by Film Bros? Yeah, like even even like women that I know, some people wow. some people just really like that movie, which uh- like I don't know, like I get like a, a avant garde whatever. But there's a scene in the beginning where he's like forced to watch something, and like there's like a machine holding his eyeballs open, and I kind of feel that that was my early connection with Doctor Who, where it was kind of like to be friends with the quirky children, you must the re- the requisite knowledge is. No Doctor Who or watch Doctor Who for the same reason I can't watch Lord of the Rings. I had the eyeball contraption on for Lord of the Rings and I can't, I can't, I can't do it. Which is so bizarre. This is, this is another fascination or non-fascination. <laughs> this is another disease that I have, actually. I was at a party recently and this new this new friend I'm talking to was asking me if I'm watching the Game of Thrones reboot or prequel. And I said, no, but I just started Game of Thrones. Funny enough, uh, my girlfriend and my bestie slash roommate love that show and watched a lot of it together. So they wanted me to watch it. So I was like, yeah, OK. So I started. I watched two episodes. And so flashback to the party. I'm telling this this girl like, yeah, I watched the first two episodes. I don't know. I'm just like not super into it. Yeah, maybe it's the kind of thing where you have to like watch a season. And she was like, oh, So you watched the first episode, right? And I was like, yeah. And she's like, yeah, okay. Like, I was hooked by the first episode. And I was like, yeah, that's what I've heard. That's what I've heard is you're supposed to be like, just sucked right in. And I was like, despite a years-long addiction to Skyrim, I don't care that much about Game of Thrones. we are starting our podcast with like a bunch of like adversarial movie opinions but yeah yeah i have no interest in game of thrones but that i have almost no interest in watching any drama television Mm -hmm. i I don't it's like okay my opinion is tv is supposed to make you feel good so therefore i watch only comedies that's that's me where do you draw the line with like draw- like because there are like non strict well, first of all, I hear you absolutely, and I feel like that inspires me to to watch and listen to more comedy stuff because I'm like, you know, I don't actually have to watch these like essential quote unquote things that like make you feel like crap, like I don't have to watch that all the time, nor certainly ever if I don't want to, although on the other side, like I'm a huge fan of horror. I'm not, and yet recently though horror has, th- there's been enough horror in life that I have not been watching horror television. Yeah, Were you like are you like into Black Mirror? I feel like people get really into that. I love Black Mirror. I okay. do Black Mirror. I like Bandersnatch. That one's fun. Okay, so that one's a choose your own adventure episode of Black Mirror, where it's kind of like an '80s period piece, but then at a certain point it will like pause and be like. Like the first one for example, it's like this, you're following this kid who's the protagonist. He like wants to write this make a video game and he gets on the bus in the morning and you get to choose like which song does he listen to on the bus. Okay. But it'll be like counting down. It'll be like you only have a certain amount of time to make a decision and then it it it's a choose your own adventure game that he's trying to build based on a choose your own adventure book and this show is a choose your own adventure show. So that's, that's a lot of fun layers. about it. I know. It's it's very, very meta to the point of like, wait, what is actually going on at times? But I once um, watched Slash played a Netflix trivia show where a cat is trying to steal a painting from a museum and you <laughs> have to answer trivia questions in order to help him. That's on steal- Netflix? Yeah. <clears throat> and to be honest, I didn't get it on the first try and I did it again. <laughs> so okay i've done bandersnatch a couple of times that's probably how they get you on there too because like i know there was like a randomly there was like a kimmy schmidt like the final kimmy schmidt was like a choose your own or something yeah i had like fallen off it's of kimmy schmidt already when, and i started watching it and then like daniel radcliffe came in and i was like i'm just gonna stop here <laughs> There's the there's a key difference. Like Daniel Radcliffe shows up in Bojack Horseman, and I'm like, that's Daniel fucking Radcliffe. And he shows up in in Kimmy Schmidt, and I was like, dap uh, out. No, exactly. I think I just stopped after the first like season or two. I don't know why. Like, did it go downhill? I have no recollection even of what the deal was. Yeah, I I don't even know. I feel like there was a point when I was like, when I kind of thought critically about. Um, Jane Krakowski's character I was like I feel like I need to stop watching this show that right there is a really fucking good point yeah that is a really good point because that should have been like from the very beginning I was like okay but then they tell this story about like oh but she like passes as white blah 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 like this is her whole thing but then it's like on another level did it have to be Jane Krakowski? No, exactly. Period. Right. If like, you want to tell white that st- passing indigenous exactly. people. If you want to yeah. tell that story, have a white passing indigenous person play the character. Right. Yeah. And that's where it gets into like, you know, I'm not gonna go right off the bat and be like accuse Tina Fey of like the buddy buddyism of what Hollywood is. Like she's not the problem. She didn't invent that, but it is such a thing. And I even think critically about like You know, so you and I have this goal eventually of making a film studio and then it's like, oh, this is cool. Like, you know, I want to work with people that I like and blah, blah, blah. But there is, I've thought about at times, like there is a virtue to doing like a blind hire or an open call or like whatever, because it's like, you shouldn't have to worm your way into something. And then on the other end, like it shouldn't be like, wow, once you're in with this person, like you're in. Yeah. You know, you can just do whatever you want or like you'll always get a call for whatever. I mean, it's it's a really difficult balance because it's like thinking about moving forward in the film industry and thinking about the way that it's moving forward and having a kind of radical perspective of just like, I'll only speak for myself, like life and like capitalism and how I don't think it's the ultimate solution to life. So I'm like working on anti, you know, or other other means but then it's like um within the capitalism and within the hierarchy of hollywood it's like you know quentin tarantino has like 15 actors he works with and they just get like recycled or whatever and it's like hmm you know there must be an in between between like yeah i want to work with people who are chill and if i had some people on set and it was good like i want to keep that going but then it's like when does it get to the point of like I guess it's not nepotism at that point, but it's just kind of like, what's hiring your friends? What's the German word for like hiring your friends and continue to hire your friends? Yeah. I don't know. I feel like it's like an insider club kind of thing. It really is. Cause like I got my first job just like randomly meeting some guy, talking to him and he was like, oh, let me talk to somebody. Yeah. And that was like kind of a chance encounter way in, which is another like, You know, you see the image of like young aspiring actress shows up in the city and she's like, somebody find me, huh? You know, like, and it's just like, there's that. I don't even I don't even know where that that fits into it, but it's just like. There is. Yeah, it is an insider sport. It's inside, like, you know, they say, even when people in the industry start talking about the industry, they're like, oh, maybe this is too too inside baseball or whatever. It's like, it's very much like, because of the nature of it, it's like there's a behind the curtain and in front of the curtain, there's behind the scenes and there's what's on the screen. Yeah. So it's interesting the way the actual industry itself parallels that. Yeah. That is interesting. I feel like I just talked for 17 minutes. Can we talk about the underwear revolution? Yes. Okay. Great. Okay. Here's the deal. Everyone needs to stop wearing underwear that are causing that's causing yeast infections. Yes. That's the thing. Okay. So you've said that you you okay. I have experience with like horseback riding and that causes yeast infections. You do bicycling. Also causes yeast infections. Yep. Here's the deal you gotta wear cotton underwear. Yes. Cotton, cotton's the way to go. Or bust. Also, go commando sometimes. And this is the thing it's like we need to have a revolution. You know, I'm talking about revolutions or a radicality in the film industry. I'm gonna carry that little trickle over, right? But it's like there's another trickle that we're talking yes. about. And it's the trickle of yeast. And we really we need to confront that head on and think of radical solutions and say, no, you don't need to wear underwear. Even if you do a cursory Google search, maybe, maybe a little bit deeper than cursory, you know, page two of Google, it'll tell you, oh, do you get do you have a pussy? Do you ride a bike? Yeah. Maybe don't wear underwear. Maybe wear a skirt. Maybe have your pussy in the wind. Who should ever say? If you're wearing leggings, if you're wearing leggings, don't wear underwear. That is the underwear. I'm not wearing underwear right now. I am, unfortunately. And I'm doing the other thing, you know, just exploring symptoms of my going disease, which is that I'm wearing, once again, a thong with jeans, which I didn't even realize was weird until very recently when we talked about it. Why are you doing that? Okay, What's wrong with it? It's uncomfortable, and I uh, here's the thing in my it's cotton, eye, okay, that's good, but <laughs> in in my in my eyes, the reason for wearing a thong is if you're wearing pants that like would have a very obvious underwear line, so right um my thought is it's what's the point of wearing a thong with jeans? they hide underwear lines. you don't have to worry about it. The the jeans hide underwear lines. Yeah, you can't see underwear lines through jeans. I mean I'm wearing even baggy pants. Like it's not it's like there's zero risk in the world of my underwear showing. Is it that do you mostly own thongs? I own almost exclusively thongs, yeah. Yeah, I think you gotta maybe broaden your horizons into different you know, I really do into like uh, uh, a brief, uh, a hipster, a boy short a hipster. I'm working on body acceptance. I'm working on changing my mind.
1: Oh, must- you could just
0: wear a boxer. I hell. I could. I do sometimes. I feel like I've gone to like, the two extremes. Like I have the thongs, like a drawer full of thongs, a basket full of thongs. And then like a couple of like boxers and i'm like oh this is fantastic i could wear boxers with these jeans no one would be able to tell the the difference between me wearing the thong and the boxer yet here i am with with you know an inch thick of cotton up my crack i think that should be the title of the episode an An inch thick thick of cotton cotton up up my crack crack. i like that good I'm feeling good so far. I mean, for a second app, we're we're cranking right now. Yeah, I'm feeling good. I miss you. I miss you, too. Yeah, Rhode Island's a lot more boring without you here. Aw. I've been, you know, waking up, taking the dogs for a walk. Right. Coming back. I've been watching a lot of Tuca and Birdie, even though I already finished it, because I'm like, Here's the thing. I feel yep. so uninspired in terms of writing that I'm like, maybe if I make my goal to write a Tuca and Birdie spec script, then Ooh. I will like reinvigorate like my urge to be a writer. I love that. So so far I have now rewatched the first season. For the first few episodes I was like taking notes, which okay. makes it less fun to watch and i have barely an idea for an episode now so i got to just keep powering through watching Power through. stuff i i mean i still haven't watched the last so wait so is episode 10 the last one of season 3 yeah shit i yesterday i watched episode 9 yeah i feel like they came out with two at once this week i was confused i was like trying to do the math Cause I was like, it's only been a week since I was in Rhode Island and now there was two episodes. Yeah. It's a good ending to the season. It looks, it looks weird. Like I read the episode description and briefly I was like, man, who writes this? Yeah. Cause it was in first person randomly. What? Which I, I know I enjoyed it's, it. I enjoyed it. It's a little bit of a fourth wall break. Yeah. Okay. Wait, Tuka and Birdie television writing. I wanted to talk about writing because I'm also in a place where I have a lot uh, or I'm in a different place. Obviously we are different people. Mm -hmm. I have a, I have a space right now of coming up with a lot of ideas and then not sitting down to actually do it. Okay. So I've had an idea for a novel and a short story so far, decently fleshed out. And I think, you know, despite all of the training, all of the Natalie Goldberg of it all, who, by the way, if anyone's listening, reach out for a copy, reach out into the world for a copy of Writing Down the Bones by Natalie Goldberg. It'll change your damn life. I think I accidentally kept your copy. I think I completely forgot that I had brought it. Well, I'll just have to go to New Orleans and bring it to you. True. You thinking have long of, weekends, right? Yeah, I was thinking of coming during October, possibly. That'd be cool if you want to come here. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, let's do it. The last the last trip had some poopy moments, so I thought you know it'd be nice to to rectify the poopy to to yeah. kind of wipe the wipe pr- the, the th- poopy away <laughs> to kind of wipe the. What's the name for something when it's the the proverbial, to wipe the proverbial poopy away? Yes. I love to use big words and really, really baby words in the same sentence. Yeah, that's really good. Oh, but to, back to writing. Yeah, so I had an idea for a novel, and then I was like, damn, Like, I think I got intimidated by the weight of the idea because I, I used to be in this place where I was like, I'm constantly writing. And kind of like it's mostly reflective writing, journaling. If it's fiction, then it's like poetry. And now, like, because I was like grasping for like, I don't have an idea that I'm dedicated enough to, besides our our show, yours and my show. Yes. That I like want to carry on with. And now I've had this idea and I'm like, ooh, maybe I'm like weighed down or like marred by... I think I have this issue where, like, I think of the, like, reception before I think of, like, what it is to me. What do you mean by that? Like, I think of, like, I start thinking of, like, the function or, like, what is, because it's, like, it's not a, in a, it's, like, a fictional story. Um, I don't want to reveal too much, weirdly. Like, I, f- I feel like I otherwise would talk about it. But honestly, it's something that, like, comes from my experience. So maybe I'll just put it out there now all right, here's my idea for a book um, about my life in New Orleans and just like how the city operates. Like I- I've always had this kind of idea of like bringing in like the random people that I meet on the street. Like I think we both have this thing where it's like we're good at listening or mm-hmm. we prefer to listen than to talk when we first meet someone. So sometimes people will just tell me like their life fucking story. Like they'll tell me everything about their life or just like vi- like stuff I didn't ask But just interesting and like way out stuff. So, either like vignettes about that or just like kind of broad strokes, you know, a memoir about my life this last year. And in the middle of the novel, it becomes uh, fictional. So, the characters who are real life people to some extent. Uh, are thrown into this now fictional situation. And then from there, I just kind of run with it. It's like the escape from the city. Um, But the title would be Last Year in New Orleans. So it would be like, the memoir would start out and it'd be like, here's what happened the last year in New Orleans. And then it's like, it becomes clear that it's like, oh, it's the last year. Have you started writing it? No, not at all. What's stopping you? And that's a good question. And I felt my armpits drip with sweat when you said that <laughs> because it's a good question. What is stopping me? I mean, I write frequently about my experience. Maybe I get caught up in needing to reread old things or like try to put myself in a different headspace. But ultimately, it's distraction, resistance to, you know, I woke up at 8 a.m. today and I didn't do anything until. I didn't do anything creative until we sat down for this podcast. Yeah. What do you think? What What is what is in my way here? I think you genuinely I think you need to just set out time to write and warm up Natalie Goldberg style and then start writing it. Yeah. But also, I mean, if you want to like outline, you can do that. Yeah. That's I think there's a- an intimidation level, too, of like, it's a major work. Yeah. But at the same time, I read some books and I'm like, what, this 150 pages? Like, that's no big deal. Like, I've written something. The longest thing I wrote in my life was like 65. Okay. And that was poetry, so arguably a little bit shorter. But it's like, I don't think 150, it's like if you write 10 pages a day for two weeks, you could write 150 pages. Yeah. So I need to, that's kind of what I meant, I guess, by like letting the reception or like the end product stop me from the beginning. That it's like just thinking about the hugeness of that. Yeah, that makes sense. But it doesn't. And I got to just work on it. And thank you. Yeah. I'm thinking about going back to, I had a writing sample for when I applied to Emerson, thinking about going back to that and turning it into a pilot um because uh, can i reveal yours or no yeah go for it wait can i get a ding <clears throat> senior project it is called senior project um it's about like a 20 something girl who goes back to work at her high school as the senior project coordinator and she lives at home with her parents. And I figured, why don't I put some of that living at home with my parents inspiration into this? Totally. Because I lost an apartment because I was mentally ill. <laughs> yep. Yep. And you know what? Living at home, it's interesting. It's interesting. It's certainly interesting. And. And it's very interesting, especially when there is not an end in sight. Mm -hmm. Um, So you're kind of weirdly like you're in a similar situation to this character that you already envisioned before. Yeah. I I wrote this, what, as like a 17-year-old. And now here I am, 20, living it. (laughs) Yeah. Yep. Um, Also, looking back, I did not know how to write a screenplay. (laughs) Well, you did as much as like any high school student does. Yeah, that's true. Recently, so my roommate Val, her cousin is applying to college right now. Mm -hmm. And she was like, I was wondering if you could help my cousin, like, just read over some of her college stuff, you know, since you like to... Do that and I was like yeah of course and I was reading it and I was just like first of all this is the most like rotten assignment you ever have to do mm-hmm. to apply to college is a rotted fucking nasty process that should not be that should not be applied to any young mind it's really fucked up second of all it's just kind of like it's it's funny to like look at writing from that time and be like how how much has changed yeah you know and to not place judgment on that person and to be like they really they really tried they really tried and they they did a good job my god my college essay was probably so bad and i have no desire to ever look back at it i think i lost my actual one really i like i remember i did like several 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 versions of it And then Mrs. Izzo, who I was just thinking about, she read over it. I asked her to, and she was like, pulled me aside and was like, listen, it's well written. We don't want them to think that you're going to kill yourself. (laughs) She literally said that to me. She's like, she's like, it's good to talk about mental illness but they may think you're a liability (laughs) if you apply with this essay. Oh, my God. And I was like, oh, God, Karen, thank you for saying that. I did change it. It's because I, like, I I based it upon a text or metaphor, an extended metaphor from the book The Bell Jar. Okay. Well, that makes sense. And it's honestly, now that I think about it, yeah, it's like drawing too many parallels between yourself and Sylvia Plath. That's. I get that. It's a red flag. Yeah. Too many jokes made about the specifics of her suicide. And that's to be talked about. That's another conversation. But basically, that's fucked up. Why is that a joke? Right? You know what I'm talking about. Oh, yeah. It's, why are people making a joke about the specific way this woman killed herself? I'm to be honest. I don't know the specific way that she killed herself. Don't look it up. Don't look it up. No, I am, though. Okay. Well, I've just like heard jokes about that. And I'm like, it's actually not a joke. They're just like saying what it is, but just like attempting to be funny, you know what I mean? Like it's, what was my point? Oh, but the metaphor itself, it was like reaching out, like there's there's many figs on a fig tree and you are like reaching out and each one is sweet, but the indecision to pick one can paralyze you and then they just become rotten and fall off the tree okay that was it my college essay was about how i love comedy and (laughs) like the sun and the moon (laughs) (laughs) and i originally was not applying to emerson college and when i just like like it was my common app essay and i and i was applying to like state schools and then when i applied to emerson i was like should I change this? Like, does it seem like too much for me to be like, I love comedy. It's so cool and whatever. And then apply to be a comedy major. And I just sent it in anyways, because I was too lazy to write a new essay. Of course. And it was like tailor made for what you're applying for. So yeah, pretty much. I don't think it was too much. Clearly not, because look at your the... freaking pennant behind you. Yeah, I do have an Emerson College pendant behind me. How's your room? It's pretty good. There, there's um like a, a little bit of a pile up of clothes right now. Okay. Um, I also have a laundry basket full of clothes that I have to put away. That is such like, it feels like such an insurmountable task to put one basket of laundry away. Like, yeah. why is that so difficult? It's been several days. Let me ask you something. What is stopping you from putting your clothes away? What is stopping me? Um, the fact as that as you it, asked me about my book, Go ahead. yeah, the fact that it's not in my room and I don't have to see it makes it a little bit easier. It's like sitting downstairs in the office. Okay. And what I think, I think I need to just listen to a podcast and put it away. Yeah in to me So what, honest, what was stopping you was like the thought of physically doing it. Yeah. The thought of doing it and having to sit in silence or did you just not imagine the podcast? I I didn't imagine the podcast, but I think I don't know, just something about uh, something about any kind of chore. I just can't do it, you know? It's such a weird thing cuz it's like even that label of chore makes chore sounds so close to bore. And that's really what, like, that's what it is. in that wh- framing, it's like, yeah, much, like if if to listen someone to someone is a chore. That's like that's like one of the worst things. Yeah, you know. So then it's like, yeah. But then if you think of it as like maybe a task, maybe even changing the word, like a right. task done. It is a task. You know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna try to get it done today. That's fantastic. And you know what? When we get out of here. I'm going to take your audio, and I'm going to line it up with my audio, and it's already going to be in the multitrack. Yeah. I'm going to do that today, and I'm going to write my freaking book today. Do it. Write that? your Write your whole book today. I'm to write my whole book today. I'm not going to talk to anyone else. I'm going to say, everyone, get out of my face. I'm in here in my studio writing. Look at all these books. There's a lot of books. Do you see one in particular? Okay. What's the I- first one you see? um i see paper towns i think i think that was the first one i saw too i'm like looking at my screen but the text is just so big yeah let me see if i recognize any other books on your bookshelf okay there's a Suze orman (laughs) no way we were talking about suzy orman this morning i was explaining to natalie what it is i've i've heard she was saying her mom used to watch jim kramer Um. Well, Dad watched Jim Cramer. I know. I was like, yeah, he always would yell. Like, he would just be yelling for hours. Yeah, and he'd have, like, a lot of buttons he would press also. Bye, bye, bye. Yeah. Um, Bye, bye, bye. I also see where the sidewalk ends. Yes, I just brought that from home. Nice. That's a very sentimental one to me. Let's do a segment where I just read something from one of these books. Do it. This one's called Homemade Boat. Okay. For anyone who doesn't know, I'll just do a short... Sentimental intro. Shel Silverstein um, was a, a thinker, a songwriter, a poet. This man, he would write these kind of like the more I think about it, I'm like very subversive and original poems, but they were mostly for children. Um, kind of like Calvin Hobbes vibes, like critical, yeah. cynical, but like for kids. Wait, anyway, this boat that we just built is just fine. And don't try to tell us it's not. The sides and the back are divine. It's the bottom, I guess we forgot. That's awesome. And he would draw his own illustrations. Yeah. Where's some kids in the water. Where's the actual poem where the sidewalk ends? It's probably the last one. He's just one of those guys, you know what I mean? Yeah, he so weird. just was one of those guys. He basically was one of those guys and was like, that's really cool. Yeah, the photo on the back of his books would often haunt children. That's true, Uh, that's true. We judged him so hard. I mean, yeah, he doesn't look like a children's author. Yeah. He's a thinker, you guys. Didn't he write The Giving Tree, too, or something? Yeah. You wrote The Giving Tree? Yeah. That is huge. I'm gonna go to the, the fucking index in the back, the poem Where the Sidewalk Ends. There is a place where the sidewalk ends and before the street begins. And there the grass grows soft and white. And there the sun burns crimson bright. And there the moon bird rests from his flight to cool in the peppermint wind. Let us leave this place where the smoke blows black and the dark street winds and bends. Past the pits where the asphalt flowers grow, we shall walk with a walk that is measured and slow and watch where the chalk-white arrows go to the place where the sidewalk ends. Yes, we'll walk with a walk that is measured and slow, and we'll go where the chalk-white arrows go. For the children, they mark, and the children, they know, the place where the sidewalk ends. Well. Something to think about. Yeah, we just wanted to, you know, give you something to think about. We just wanted to bring literature into the conversation for once. (laughs) What's going on in Ojuveron? I feel like there's a storm brewing. We talked about this. There's always kind of a storm brewing. Yeah, constant storm. Little little cute, little, like, Jupiter. Little little purple eye. Yes, definitely purple. Definitely purple. I mean, there's a storm brewing, like, the wind's picking up. Yeah. There's creatures, but... I don't think there's any vertebrates. You don't? Wow. I think there can be large creatures without spines. Okay. What's wrong with being spineless? There's nothing wrong with being spineless. No, everyone says, like, it's a bad thing. Yeah. It's fine to be spineless. Yeah. Have we been funny yet? I hope so. I really hope so. (laughs) Because, like, is this a comedy podcast... We hope so. We hope so. It's our sincere and earnest hope that you please, please laugh at us. Yeah, come on. Guys. Please. Can you, could you please laugh? Oh, I have a good segment. What is it? It's just naming things. Okay. If you had to name a blank, what would you name it? What? So then it's like, all right, so I'll be like, all right, right now. You know, you have 10 seconds. What would you name a song right now? I can only think of real songs. I immediately, like, my immediate thought was in the arms of an angel. (laughs) 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 To Julia, the perfect song is in the arms of the angel. (laughs) Yeah. In the arms of an angel. Uh, I'm just like, I don't know, because it's like, it's an abstracted thing. It's like, all right, you don't know the song. Like, you don't know what it sounds like. It could be anything. But it's like, yeah, I was like, okay, maybe I'd call it, like, Because I Will. I, I like that it could be like fiona apple like super long like okay um <laughs> <laughs> for okay uh now i can't think of one can you do another one i just did one okay wait so i just say like name uh yeah okay name an elephant samson i like that okay name a fifth beetle <laughs> um sam full name please samuel i just said samson think oh, harder you're right you're right two names um british yeah he's british. man why am I having such a hard This is not a good game This feels like improv I literally feel like I'm an improv class I right now I fooled ya No, I wasn't oh. trying to do improv Okay, wait, okay So No, I can't do it I'm like I don't know why Like, okay it, Anything goes It's like The name that came to mind was like Beat Wellington <laughs> That's good Be- Ben Wellington Beat is better yeah, they call him Beat, but like his name is something stupid like Ben. Oh, okay. Yeah, I think that's good. Sorry to all the Bens of the world. I know there's really a lot of them. Yeah, my heart goes out to all the Bens out there. My heart goes out to all the Bens. Your name is stupid. Oh my god, but one of my one of my favorite TikTok couples um broke up and one of them is named Ben. Wait, okay, you follow TikTok couples? I literally don't follow a single one, and, like, people will, like, make flowcharts about who's breaking up and whatever. I'm like, I literally don't ever see couples on my Instagram. Wait, you TikTok. You didn't ever... Okay, I'm gonna go off of this... Immerse me in drama, please. Yeah, so you didn't see the thing about Sedona and... God, Riley, I want to say, breaking up. They're the ones where it's, like, a really tall girl who plays basketball and a really short girl... Okay, tails oldest as time continue. But like, there's no. I, have, huge, I haven't heard of it. You never saw like a video of the two of them like kissing or something, you know? Like, cause like they made a lot of videos like showing off their height difference. I mean, maybe you know, like past life of TikTok. Okay. I I have no recollection of seeing them. Yeah, there's been a lot of drama with um, the lesbian TikTok couples. I recently saw a video with a flowchart to get caught up. Okay, so that's probably it, the one that I saw. But then the strange thing was, like, I didn't know anyone that they were talking about. So I was like, this doesn't matter to me. Well, you know JoJo Siwa. Oh, she was involved? Yeah. Didn't she, she look just like her partner? Wasn't that something? I don't know. There was, like, a time when her partner was a Republican, and that was something. Same partner? Same partner? Or diff- I don't. She's, I don't know. She reformed, gay Republican, Jesus. But yeah, right. Um, there was like one of the like JoJo's ex started dating one of the other girls from like another couple, and then JoJo took someone to Disney World, which is apparently like her move. Also, the fact that I think, is oh JoJo Siwa now an adult? Like, or is she still, like, 17? I think she's 18 at this point. She's it's a colon, kind of only a nominal difference. Yeah. In terms of, like, actual maturity. Oh, she's 19. Damn. She's, just like, a real adult. I'm like, what child star was my age? Like, I feel like Miley was older than me. Bieber was older than me. Yeah. Just by a little bit. Like, were there any pop stars born in 99? Like, I feel like there was weirdly a gap. I'm going to look it up. Okay. Can you can we do a guessing game of that? What do you mean? Like, give me some hints and I'll try to guess what celebrity was born in my year. Yeah. I'm just going to probably get upset about this, but that's just a natural human thing. Like, this okay, person's the same. I'm going to be honest. I don't think you know any of these people. Really? No fame, no famous 1999ers yet. Yeah, do we can go into celebrities. Timothy Chalamet might be my age. He might be a little bit older. Ooh, I've got a good one. Okay, wait, but how am I gonna make you guess? Is it really obvious? It's fine if it's an easy guess. Um, gay rapper. Orville Peck. No. Wait. Oh my god. <laughs> He's not a. Lil Nas X yeah okay that's cool but like okay yeah it did it did upset me a little bit to know that okay here's another one um makeup James Charles yeah wow one Um, word one word clue okay but when I looked up pop stars the first one that shows up is Joey King do you know who that is the fuck is that no I have no idea she was in the movie The Kissing Booth, and then she was also in, uh, what was the The Act or something? Like, the one about um, Gypsy Rose Blanchard. Whoa. Yeah. Then there's Sabrina okay. Carpenter. Do you know who that is? No. Um, Madison Beer. Maybe I'm just Beer. out of the loop. Madison Beer, I've heard of. She's, like, cringe, right? I don't know anything about her. Okay. Sabrina Carpenter, I feel like was in like High School Musical: The Musical: The Series. Okay, High School Musical: The Musical: The Series. Yeah, that's the name of it. That's real. It's real. It's like a Disney Plus show. High School Musical: The Musical: The Series. I'm pretty. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Holy crap! No, I believe it. That's (laughs) just like, that's just like another level of of simulation. Oh my god! Other topics. Well, here's something. Okay. Wait, I just wanted to clarify. It's High School Musical colon the musical colon the series. There's no fucking. That's so sad. It's so real. That's really really sad. Okay, so we talked about Under a Revolution. Did we have anything else in the little notes app? Last night in the note, I wrote snakes. Okay, that's it. But then I was like, maybe we could discuss some things for next time. Now, as a teaser, and then we can also plug. An email. Do we have an email? Well, I can make an email right now, really quick. Okay, do it. Okay, so hi. If there's anyone out there, you can email us uh, with with topics you want us to talk about, or literary passages you want us to read, or things that you want us to name. At ojuveron o j u v e r o n at p m dot me yeah can you please send us an email like please if anyone is out there seriously like at this point you're welcome on the pod you can just call in yeah i have juveron at pm.me display name i have the capabilities to have someone call in on this mixer device amazing i mean we also could just do zoom i'm gonna make our display name the tweety sisters is that okay Yeah, that's actually what I changed our Instagram name to, just Tweety Sisters. Okay, I love that. I love that, love that, love that. So also you can follow us on Instagram at Tweety Sisters, which used to be Julia's horse account, and then it was our movie podcast account, Mm -hmm. and now it is quite literally just us. Yeah. If you like us, leave us a like, and then we'll know for sure. Got to make some graphics for the Insta. I know. I want to design a planet. <gasps> Wait a second. I can do it right now. What do you mean? You know that thing where you can, like, feed words into an AI and it can show you? Yeah. Let's do Ojuveron. Oh, this is huge. This is actually huge because then we can have some estimations of what our planet would look like. Um. Do you know which one is good? No. Okay. I mean, there's that TikTok filter. <laughs> Should I use the TikTok filter? I know, I'll just hop into TikTok and do it. My phone is upstairs, though. How brave Human of you AI. Know? Thank you so much for saying that. So just to remind listeners, because in real time, it's been 72 hours. um, We are about to, or I'm about to see for the first time what Oju Ron looks like. <gasps> oh, that is really cool. That was really, really cool. Could you type in the planet Ojuveron? Yep, That is so cool. So now we have something to post on our Instagram. People use this shit as like an oracle or something. Yeah. Ooh. Oh, my God. It's like so pretty. It was so pretty. But like, what does it mean? Whoa. whoa. Oh. Oh, my God. Yeah. It is beautiful! It is beautiful. Guys, welcome to Ojuveron. It is beautiful. And what? Thus concludes our... our Yeah, Ojuveron's beautiful and you're lucky to be here. Seriously. Welcome. You're welcome. You're welcome. And welcome. We're glad to have you here. We're glad to... And... And the and, and the sentient grains of sand are happy to have you too in general. It's hard to get a consensus out of them. Yes. Oh my god, I'm so excited about the sentient grains of sand. And I know, crabs. There's crabs. So wheat crabs. a lot of crabs. <laughs> <laughs> crabs are the Quit variety. I said wheat, but Oh wheat. wheat. I'm so sorry. She, I'm so that's very different. That was I mean, that was also something for us. The children. Queen crabs? Queen crabs. What the fuck was that even from? <laughs> I have no idea. Like, was it college humor? Like, I feel like it could be college humor. See. I mean, it could be. I I, like, if it were something, I feel like it would be Hello, My Name Is. But it doesn't. I'm not entirely sure that it is. A comedy relic. Honestly, our last segment should be just, like, general inspo. Yeah. If you want to be inspired about comedy, watch the canonical fucking college humor series, Hello My Name Is, where they dress up a person in like wild makeup and they have to create a character based on that. Yeah. His name is. If it was in one, I think it was in the one, the guy's name was Yardsley Tinsley. Yeah, exactly. Like, I feel like, yeah, I feel like that is the inspiration. We have to rewatch it. Yeah, that's our, that's our homework, our reading for next class. Our reading for next class. And next time, oh, and we're going to discuss next time, we're going to start with snakes. Oh, yeah, we're, we definitely have to discuss snakes. We didn't discuss snakes nearly enough today. No. Snakes posture. I feel it's like a call out. My posture right now. It's bad. I've been checking mine all the time. Yes, that's the, the double edged sword of OCD, is that I'm like posture. Oh posture. Or just thinking about how I don't have good posture. Okay. Um poo Anything? No. Nothing. I'll come up with something before next week. Okay, amazing. I love you. Love you too. I'm gonna stop the recording, okay.